<laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Ah, good morning, ass family, and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a very foggy and rainy start to a day here in the greater northern Texas uh, area and the next edition of the Arnie State Show. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's weird weather. Weather in Texas just fucked up right now. I mean, one day it's like 80, next day it's 30. Then it's 70, now it's 50 and raining. I, just insanity going on here. Man, oh man, do we have a big show planned today. We have listener mail, which includes an ask question and a brand new Christmas song. On no. the 12th day the 12th. of Christmas in Texas, my true love gave to me 12 brisket smoking, 11 shotguns toting, 10 flags of flying, 9 guitars playing, 8 boots of scooting, 7 Broncos bucking, 6 roughnecks drilling, 5 blue bonnets, 4 pickup trucks, 3 Texas stars, 2 longhorns, and a state that's its own country. Yeah, that's not the song. We, we, we've actually got a brand new song. We will be debuting today during Listener Mail. Very excited about that. Let's get the hellos gone. And uh, Straight fired it. He pulled off one, a coup. This doesn't happen very often. He was the last one on yesterday. Said later ass. And then first one here today. Happy Taco Tuesday, ass family. We're right back at you, my man. Hangtown Jen says good morning, ass family. Uh, Mike D says, good morning, ass. Have a fabulous day. Let's rock this show, Arnaldo. Oh, I plan on it. I plan on it because we've been doing a lot of work. There's a lot to get to today. Updates for next week and next week's shows as well. Uh, Let's see. uh, Special Chaos says, damn it, start the show early. (laughs) By the way, need to change the Mixler bio to uh, a little mention to the third rule we just added. Yeah, fuck your feelings. Consistency, logic, and fuck your feelings. Uh, Alicia says, happy snowy Tuesday morning here in El Dorado County. Also, it's my husband's birthday today, 36. Blake, you're 36? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. Mr. Alicia. There we go. I like that. I like that because he's like 1,500 miles away from me and he can't hurt me, so that's good. That's very, very good. So happy birthday, my man. Hey, have a great birthday today. Uh, Hot Mama says, uh, good morning, ass. Did you get snow, Alicia? Looks like Warbird got snow. He says, good morning, listening to the ass show and shoveling snow. Great combo. Oof. Boy, that's one thing I don't miss is snow. God damn. Oh, it's snow in Reno? Well, I, I did see the pass. I, I, I saw it was pretty bad last night. Uh, Alicia says, we got a little bit, Hot Mama. I know some of my friends got a lot. Triple T says, happy snowy Tuesday from the Reno-ass family, and happy birthday, Mr. Alicia. Braddy Kid, good morning to you. I hope you have a spectacular day. Uh, good morning-ass family. That's from my man, Derek. Braddy, you were not first. Sorry. Uh, so it's a snow day here. Work from home. I'm prompted to change my password at work on Friday, which I did Mondays off, and now I can't remember. <laughs> I got myself locked out of the system and that's how a pro starts a Tuesday, just sitting here like a lame duck waiting for someone to rescue me. 
Hang down, Jen says, happy birthday to Elise's husband. Elise says, oh, thank you. He was laughing at Mr. Elise. I knew he would. I knew he would. There it is. All right. Uh, lots, like I said, lots and lots to get to. You know, I, I don't have a daily observation for today. I, I Just everything is pissing me off, and which means nothing's going to piss me off. I, I, I'm watching this story unfold, and I don't know what to think about this shit. The whole Russia-Ukraine thing. Russia's got 90,000 troops at the border. You don't just move 90,000 troops to the border unless you're going to invade. Now, I don't know what the Ukraine has. I I know their their number one export is fucking scoothy dudes. I I mean, honestly, like, is is Russia just going there to acquire more land? I, I don't know. And I'm not trying to be a jerk here to any Ukrainians out there. You guys are tougher than fucking, you know, a $2 steak, but goddamn. 90,000, and Joe Biden has said he will not send troops unilaterally to defend the Ukraine. Are we supposed to? Do you think we should? Like, 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 we're getting start. we're starting to get spread out a little thin, don't you think? We still got troops all over fucking Germany because we got big bases there. That's fine. Ain't nothing going on in Germany. We got to watch them wacky Germans, though. So now we got to watch China and, and, and Taiwan, what they're fixing to do, and now Russia and Ukraine. Hmm. Boy, isn't it weird that those things happened when Donald Trump was voted out of office and Joe Biden is in office? It's, it's merely a coincidence, isn't it? It wasn't like President Z of China ever called Vladimir Putin and said, hey, if the, if the tough guy gets out of office and we ain't got to worry about him no more, the orange one, and they bring in that freeloading old man, how about we go and do our things then? Ah, oh, sounds good, comrade. Yeah, shit, ask the Taliban to move our shit north for us, right? No kidding. Good Lord. I, I, I Like I said, I, I don't know what to think of all this. Do I think something's going to happen? Probably. I don't know. Whatever. This this idiot, these people that are in charge, everybody who's in charge, I don't care if you've you're got an R or a D in front of your name. If you hold any post right now, I think you're a moron. Ain't shit getting done in this country. We have gangs of people robbing high-end stores all over the country. We have a massive tornado rip through the middle part of the south. I ain't seen no boots on the ground there yet from fucking Joey. Kamala Harris doesn't know what her fucking job is. Oh, I got a story about Kamala here coming up in just a couple minutes. Like, like, what is happening? Do, do they think they get December off? Do they think they're like the radio and record industry? Because that's the big thing right now. Uh, if you guys don't know, radio and, and re- the record business, the music industry, pretty much take all of December off. 
You don't get a lot of new hits in December. You don't get a lot of shit like that because everybody is taking the month off. So I guess the federal government's the same way. Uh, this is the exact same garbage Obama and our media tried to push eight years ago. Putin isn't biting on the ear. Uh, they want, he's sending them there because the last time Ukraine will send their troops to the border to try to ignite a fight. Literally the same playbook. All right, thanks, Mike. Special KL says only 10 months into office and already fixing to join another war. Well, you got to figure out he's fixing to join two wars. You know, he's like, I didn't realize this was going to be that hard of a job. Oh, wait, I forgot. He doesn't care. He's just the fucking, he's just the figurehead. He's the talking puppet. This is so dumb. I, like I said, I, I just, I, I don't know what to think anymore. You know, you got this idiot who's uh, just Jesus. Let's remember the deals he did with Ukraine. He has stake in a war between the two. Very true. Very, very true. You know Hunter's staying out of this one. Hunter's like, Dad, Dad, they, they have a lot of, you know, they gave us a lot of money. We got to stand up for them. By the way, something good actually did happen yesterday. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? That's something good that happened yesterday was that the United States, North Korea, and China agree in principle to finally a formal end of the Korean War. Oh, like that hasn't taken long enough. This is a war my father fought in. Speaking during a four-day summit in Australia, President Moon Jae-in, that's the South Korean president, said all countries all supported the idea of ending the 1950-53 to war through Pyongyang is still demanding a prerequisite that the U.S. should fundamentally drop its hostile policy. The war's been over. Just fucking A. I mean, North Korea, they're fucking starving to death. Let them all die. Let them all run their course and South Korea take it over, for God's sakes. Um, I wonder if Biden will take credit for ending the war. No shit, right? Uh, special case is my grandpa was in Korea, too. Yeah, my dad was awarded the, uh, the Silver Star, the Bronze Star, and a Purple Heart during that war. And it's a widely forgotten war because a lot of people say, oh, it was just a police invasion. Look, my father fought in it. It's a war. The end. We, we, we won't have much more of a discussion than that. But, wow. I mean, it's only been 70 fucking years ago. I just shake my head. That, that, that's, all, that's all I have to do now, is I just shake my head. <sighs> my great uncle was in Korea. He was a doctor who womanized booze and got into hijinks with his buddy Trapper John. <laughs> oh, good old Kamala Harris. What a fucking idiot she is. Yesterday, she announced a $1.2 billion private sector investment 
in Central America as border crisis continues. See, they want to have corporations invest $1.2 billion in Guatemala and El Salvador and Honduras to improve the economies of those Central countries, Central American countries. So migrants from there and elsewhere continue to surge across U.S. border with Mexico. How about this, dummy? You take that $1.2 billion and do your fucking job. How about you cinch up the border issue? Oh, you're going you're to make Guatemala a, a better place? Well, guess what? It's still not as good as here. And people are going to stop there for maybe a night and go, oh, man, this is what we have to look forward to, but better? Come on. She has no clue what she's doing. I, I, I don't know how it could be made any more obvious. I, I, I mean, seriously, she has no clue of what her role is. Do you know that she has redecorated her office in the White House already? Twice? Twice. Twice in 10 months, she's redecorated her office in the White House. She hasn't been to Mexico once, and then she'll say, well, I haven't been to Europe either. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. I mean, honestly. So shut up, bitch. Stop trying to be all fun and, be, you know, the cool. It's like, it's like they've got, you know, old senile cop and cool cop. We all know who old senile cop is. Well, in, in case you don't know who old senile cop is. A special thanks to the night host, LL Cool J. He looks like he can still play. And I'm not talking about instruments. I'm talking about football or something. It manages. Well, anyway, I tell you what. I tell you what. And then there's there there's cool cop. Do not come. Do not come. I'm gonna come. Oh. How dare you? Sorry, Greta. Sorry. I will say this: Greta Thunberg, as much as I hate her, has done more. She has done more for the world. Then, then Kamala Harris. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that, that's what I think you've done, too, but at least you've been out there. Harris is set to announce more than $540 million in commitments to invest in Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras from companies like Pepsi, MasterCard, Microsoft, that's in addition to $750 million in private sector money she announced in May. How about we use that $1.2 billion to hire more Border Patrol agents? How about that? Oh, that's right. You have to hire more because we're not allowed to use horses anymore. Because remember, horses are racist. I didn't realize that about the horse. I did not know that the horse was a racist being. 
send immigrants to Chicago's south side. They'll be like, fuck this, we're going back home. Oh, I got an update. I'm glad you brought that up, Ogre. Thank you for bringing that up. Ah, it's, it's like you're sitting here over my shoulder reading some of the stories I have. How about this? Over the weekend in Chicago, 25 more shootings happened. All right, congratulations. Way to go. All right. Including four more murders. I know. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that truly lovely? Let's make it harder for good people to get guns, but the bad people can get guns and keep shooting. Four more murders. 25 more shootings. When will the president fly over the south side of Chicago and designate that as a natural disaster? It's a fucking war zone. Twenty-five shooting incidents involving twenty-seven victims, four murders. From from Friday at six p.m. to Sunday at eleven fifty-nine p.m. So you got Friday to Saturday. That's one day. Saturday to Sunday. That that that's two days. Two and a half days. I think they want these big companies in there to bring more of that wine culture to push more world agendas, right? I wonder if Mayor Gollum has people taking gun uh, guesses, prices right style, on how many shootings and murders occur in a weekend. I, I, seriously. Like, I, I, I don't get it. Yet nothing, and, and this, this is the bad thing here. This is something we and, and the rest of the country actually need to talk about since they aren't in Chicago. Why is this still happening every single weekend? Why? I, I, if this mayor somehow comes back for re-election, good old Mayor Gollum, if Mayor Gollum comes back in... Nobody likes you. No, nobody does like you. You're a liar and a thief. Hey, you're a murderer. murderer. That's you. That is you. And when we describe you... He's ugly as shit. Yeah, that's, that, that's her. Mayor Gollum made her Beetlejuice, whatever you want to call it. Woke culture. I, I, you know what? I, I can't blame it on woke culture. I can't blame Chicago on woke culture. I can blame pretty much everything else on woke culture. Chicago's the wild, wild west. And nobody's, maybe you're saying woke culture because they won't call it out for what it is. I got, I got what you're saying. And by the way, we've seen it enter the north side of Chicago as well, which it will end up doing. And then it'll spread from there. Because I will tell you, nothing is being done about it. This fucking Mayor Gollum is more worried about firing police officers who won't get vaccinated than children dying on the streets of Chicago. 
that is what her priority is. And I'm sorry, that's a fucked priority. Oh, the rock clips are killing you? Oh, you like those? When he does the... So shut up, bitch! Hey, Mayor Gollum. You shut your face! If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet! Chicago has gone to hell in a handbasket ever since James Evan died in that tragic accident working on the oil fields of Alaska. Oh, poor James Evan. I, I miss him. I miss him. Where? Whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where the hell is it? There it is. Damn, damn, damn! His lovely wife, Florida. Oh, man. Like, it, it, and we're seeing these crime sprees go up everywhere now, like in all major cities, because these these Democratic mayors are horseshit. Like, we're, we're thinking about doing a trip to New York this year. We, we, we'd like to, or in 2022, go to New York City. New York City! Yeah, because I want to I stick out like a sore thumb there. Uh, no, I actually, I, I'm looking forward to it. I tell you what, man, seeing all this crime shit happen, well, I'm in the hotel room fucking while it's still light outside. I ain't, I ain't testing that shit. Yeah, I'd like to make dinner reservations for 4.30. Um, Straight Fire says it's still happening because the public gets the government it deserves. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. And right now, the government that Chicago deserves is Mayor Lori Lightfoot. That ugly fucking whatever scallywag that she is. It's sad. because I, I, And here's the thing. I love Chicago. I've been to Chicago a few times. Chicago is an amazing town. It's awesome. I've never been to the South Side, so so there you go. That, that that's the one. I, I I take that back. I have been to the South Side. That's where uh, Wiener Works is. I went there. And they yell at you if you ask for ketchup on your hot dog. They won't put it on there. Pretty good hot dogs too there. But I spent my side my time usually in downtown and the North Side. But what 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 a joke! What a joke! And one of the one of the biggest cities in America is turning into a fucking it's just a, a war zone. And you wonder why people in other countries don't like us. Well, oh, America, they just shoot up everything. Yeah, well. How about this, Jim? This is, this is lovely. The Taliban is pleading with Washington to show mercy and compassion and release $10 billion in funds frozen when it seized control of Afghanistan. Well, you know what I have to say to you about that. Fuck you too. No. Uh-uh. No, you ain't going to get it. The Taliban, please give us the money. Can you show some compassion? Can you imagine hearing the word compassion coming out of a Taliban's mouth? Afghan Foreign Minister Amir Khan Mutaki Spoke in a rare interview, he made the plea to the West amid dire economic circumstances in Afghanistan. Well, that's what happens 
you see, when 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 you take over a country and then you equip them with terrorists, they run out of money because they're busy. They're they're busy. You know, remember how Jack bought that beanstalk and his mama got all mad at him. Well, now the Taliban mama's all mad at them because all they did were buy fucking guns. And I guess they realized when they were breaking into people's houses that those people there are poor. And my best Austin Powers voice, how about new? And by the way, the country was already one of the world's poorest countries before the Taliban took over. Uh, what are you going to be spending the money on? Oh, well, we are going to buy lots and lots of goats. And uh, goats are, are, are another word for bombs. It's a terrorist. What did, uh, like, I honestly, I would love to go to Washington, D.C. I would love to interview the president. I know that'll never, ever happen. But I would love to be asked to interview the president. And, and the, you can ask about Afghanistan. Okay, great. My first question is, what did you think was going to fucking happen? What did you, I mean, honestly, you've been in office for, what, 68 years? You let a bunch of terrorists take over a country and implement their own group as the head of said country. What do you think was going to happen? They, they were going to start organizing a Toys for Tots? Yeah, I could have told you that shit wasn't going to happen. But, but were they going to worry about the infrastructure of Afghanistan? Nope. Mm. How about clinics and more hospitals for the Afghan people? Well, that's weird. Let's see. Uh... See, no clinics and hospitals, no infrastructure, which means roads and bridges and things like that. Maybe maybe building a grocery store? I No, no, that's not it. Oh, man. Let, let, let me ask you, um, were you, were you planning on, you know, conquering the world from there? Correct the yeah, mundo. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Damn, is that Brooke Shields? Brooke Shields in a bikini? Good God. She's looking all right. There you go. I'll put it, I'll put it up there on the old mixer thing. Brooke Shields, who's like, what, 68 years old now? Something like that? She's 56. Okay, my bad. Looking good for 56. Good Lord. Oh, oh, is this the video? Oh, here we go. Here, here's uh, Muchaki talking about what they need. How about we skip that ad? No, so we want to have a good relationship with America and the whole world. Some sanctions which we see against Afghanistan. He sounds a lot like me, doesn't he? 
And that is, you know, not common. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to show up at this press conference and just slap the bejesus out of him. Just fucking slap him in his damn bearded face like there ain't no tomorrow. This is dumb. They got like six people in a room. They're talking about the making Afghanistan unstable or having weak Afghan government is not the interest of anyone. Well, it might not be the, I agree with you, it's not the interest of the Afghan people, but you took over and you make all the rules. The buck stops with you, fat fuck. So stupid. Uh, Bad news to report here, kids. Oh, this is fucking terrible. This is so bad. America, it's over. I'm sorry to report. She came out yesterday and said it is official. At the age of 82 years old, Nancy Pelosi will in fact run for re-election. Her 18th term in Congress. The reason why she's doing this is to try to hold on to that, that, that slim margin that they have, the Democrats have in the House. Because she knows what's going to happen next year in the midterms. Well, let me just say this right now, Nancy. I hope you do run in the, in the midterms in 2022. And I hope. Now, look, I realize I can hope in one hand and shit in the other. We did a story yesterday about San Franciscoans or San Franciscoites, whatever they are, talking about how they're they're finally fed up. The needles and the poop wasn't enough. Now it's the home invasions and the stealing. And now people in San Francisco are up in arms about it. Okay. Nancy, I don't want you to win. I want you to lose, and I don't want you to ever come back to to Washington, D.C. She just bought, like, she's the biggest hypocrite there is. She goes out and rails against Ron DeSantis, the mayor or the governor of Florida, and possibly future president Ron DeSantis, about his terrible policies and all this kind of stuff, and then she forks over, like, $12 million for a fucking house there. Because the bitch is ready to fucking retire. She sees the writing on the wall. This is what I'd like to see. I, I don't even need to see a Republican run. Because it, it's San Francisco. Republican's not going to win there. Just give me somebody moderate. Moderate to her and beat her. Oh, that would be so glorious if she lost. And by the way, she deserves to lose. What has she done for the city of San Francisco? What has she done for her constituents? Her nephew, when he was mayor of the of San Francisco at the time, started allowing people to urinate and defecate on the streets.
I'm going to go ahead and say that's bad for your area, bad for society. Thank God you got that gigantic big pond next to you called the Pacific fucking Ocean to make your prices go through the roof. I'll tell you, you could not pay me enough to live in San Francisco. You couldn't pay. I, no, there, I don't think there's enough money in the world. Does she really think a Republican would win her seat? Come on now. No, I, look, I agree. I don't know why she's running again. I don't think the Republicans are allowed in San Francisco, are they? Ghost says, obituaries I look forward to reading. Hers, Joe Biden, that piece of shit. Stray Fire was talking about uh, Afghanistan. says, just continue to flood the world and especially America with your heroin. You should have your $10 billion in no time. People close to her say that she has not ruled out standing again to be the speaker or minority leader if the Democrats lose the House. That was something she vowed not to do anymore. She's going back on a vow, which I'm I'm not surprised. A, she's a politician, and, and B, it's Nancy Pelosi. But she said she would no longer be Speaker of the House. I don't want to see her ass anymore. I'm done. I can't believe she's 82. Can, look, look. Let, let, let's have a talk to your ass fan. Can we stop letting the 75 and up group run America? We, we've all known somebody or, or been around somebody who was in their 70s or 80s. And we don't want them running the government, do we? The, these An 82-year-old, really, hold on a second here. So what you're telling me, in that district in San Francisco, an 82-year-old woman who spends hardly any time in her district is the absolute best choice. This is why I hate politics today. Because the Democratic Party isn't doing themselves any favors. I guess they're going with the devil they know. But really, she, and I mean, we had this conversation about the presidential election. That, you know, fucking 74-year-old Donald Trump and... 78-year-old Joe Biden are the two best people in America to run it? Oh, straight fire, that's the biggest crime that nobody has ever looked into. Straight fire says, check out the bitch's net worth. Then check how much she is paid annually for her position and do the math. Her husband has gained so much advantage from her position, and they play the stock market and get contracts that benefit them. 
Uh, well, the story I heard last week was there was some kind of, and this was early in her career, it was something on credit cards. And it wasn't going to get passed. And then, lo and behold, it got passed somehow. And her bene- her husband benefited greatly from it, and he's a contractor. Remember, he, he and Diane Feinstein's husband had been going back and forth selling the land for this high-speed rail thing. But nobody wants to say anything about that. Nobody wants to say anything about that. We want to talk about what's talked about is a congresswoman who puts her Christmas card out and her sons have guns in it. That's what we want to talk about. That's what the, the talk was last week. Not about how rich Nancy Pelosi has gotten while in office, which, by the way, the office is not set up for that, but she has re- reset it up. We need to ask family member living in the gay area to go register as a Democrat when they turn of age and start running for office. Run on crazy left-wing shit and they'll make it to a major office, completely change what they were hired on, in my opinion. Laugh my ass out, okay? Nancy should go back to her quest to conquer Castle Grayskull. She is just something trashy. As of January 2021, the bitch is worth over $140 million. Wow. How did that ever happen? But, by the way, nothing to see here. I'd love to ask her that question. How, How did that happen? If she wants to say it's all stocks and bonds, I'd look at her and go, why aren't you fucking, why don't you have a job in that market then? If you're so good at reading stocks and bonds and things like that, why are you wasting your time here? You could be, you could have 500 million. They can be the Asturian candidate. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. I like that. That's good. It just blows me away, seeing all this stuff. Goddamn. And you would think with, like, with all the money she's worth, she could have gone to a better plastic surgeon. I mean, she's cheap. I bet you she got most of her plastic surgery done in an apartment complex. Uh, this is what you do. You, you drive down four blocks and you see a closed 7-Eleven. Okay, you, you turn left at the close 7-Eleven. Then there's the churches. You, you don't go past, if you go, if you go past churches, you went too far. We're going to be injecting you with some uh, industrial grade Bondo. Don't worry, it's good for your skin. Yep, Orca, you nailed it. She needs to make the laws that make the stocks pop, such as make a bunch of electric-only cars buy a bunch of Tesla stock. 
Man, you guys are just leading me into my next stories just awesomely. You said buy a bunch of what? Tesla stock? Okay. The progressives were not happy yesterday. Oh, it was an ugly day yesterday for progressives. And the progressives are the people like AOC and the the, the towel-wearing chick from Miami. Progressives erupt over Elon Musk's selection as Time's Person of the Year. What an absolute disgrace. Uh, why? Elon Musk got a rocket up into space this year. That's pretty uh, that that's pretty noteworthy. I'd say I'd think. Uh, one of Musk's more famous or infamous moments this year is when he tweeted an insult to uh, Democratic Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon, who supports the billionaire's tax. He wrote, everything is so fucking dumb. <laughs> look, Elon Musk is a creepy dude to me. He, he really, I mean, you look at him, and I know that he's on the spectrum, and he can't look people in the eyes and shit like that, and, and I feel bad for him, but, you know, he's a multi-billionaire. Fix that shit up. Clean it up behind you, pal. I have zero, zero problem with him being Time Magazine's Man of the Year, Person of the Year, because God forbid we call it Time Magazine's Man of the Year. Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? This is the thing that, that gets me upset about these people like the progressives who get worked up over shit like this. It's a fucking magazine. That's all. You get worked up about that, but you just let it slide that Hitler was also Time Magazine's person of the year in the 30s. I got to honestly say I'm surprised it wasn't Joe Biden as person of the year or Kamala Harris. This, this guy, all he wants to do is build rocket ships. He don't care about the cars that much anymore. He just wants to fly rocket ships. And as a billionaire, he should be allowed to. It's his fucking money. Now, I'm with you there, Christopher. He says, I can't wait to see Tesla Corp go bust. I'm going to enjoy laughing my ass off at all the Tesla Musk fanboys. I am not a, a uh, an Elon Musk fanboy at all. I think sometimes he, he's pretty funny when he's really meaning to be funny. Like, I have zero problem with him and the money that he made. He started a company. Now he's worth billions. He's the richest man on the planet. It's kind of like Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, a lot of people hate Jeff Bezos because he's a rich billionaire. The man started in his own office with Amazon before he was a billionaire. These guys have made it on their own. Instead of hating on them like the progressives want to hate on people, how about you hold him up and they say, if this man can do it, so can you. 
This man has a learning disability, yet he is still the richest man in the world. I still don't like him. I, I, I would like to punch Elon Musk in the face. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, right in the old kisser. In the face! In the face! No! All these people wanting billionaires to pay this billionaire's tax. Why are you punishing people that are wealthy? You see, with that wealth, what they do is they spend it. Most of them spend a lot of their wealth, which would, in fact, create jobs because a lot of these people like to build big. How many people does Elon Musk have fucking working for him now? I'm no fan of the Tesla car. I'm no fan of the electric car. How many people? He's responsible for those people's lives. Is Tesla the new fucking CrossFit thing? CrossFit, vegan, and Tesla. The first rule of that club is to be sure you tell everybody about veganism, Tesla, and other shit. The second rule, same as the first. This is like a new modern-day fight club. Uh, pardon me, did you know that I did CrossFit today? Well, oh, so did I, and I... <laughs> I am an asshole. I just drove a Tesla here. Yes, indeed, a Tesla. And I was eating a vegan dinner while driving. They want a billionaire's tax because inflation will make more uh, uh, of them pretty soon. This is what's going to happen. That Mark my words, this is what's going to happen. Rich people work this way. Um, when you start taxing people too much, they leave. Elon Musk is the richest man in the world right now. If you start to tax him at a higher rate, he'll just go to some country that doesn't and do the same thing. He pays his he pays his taxes. He's in a tax bracket that a lot of people are in. They consider it a, a the top one percent. He's in that now. Other people in that are people that make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Is it fair that Elon Musk is taxed at the same rate? as somebody who makes $250,000? For me, the answer is no, and they need to raise the, the... What they need to do is their jobs. Once again, once again, this comes down to something very easy. Do your fucking job. As a congressperson, as a senator, you sit there and you need to do things for this country. You first started to pass the buck, and you passed it right to the Supreme Court when it came to Obamacare.
Oh, I know he left California. This isn't about California taxes. This is about federal taxes now. He came to Texas where there is no state tax. God bless it. Now, when he gets charged, his 38%, his 38% is a whole lot more. The end number is a whole lot more than somebody who's making $250,000. What they should do is they should have a poverty group where you make under, what, ten grand a year? You don't pay any taxes because you ain't got no place to pay taxes. You need to go out you and get you another job. Then you got the next group that's from $10,001 to, I don't know, 40, 50, 60. You tax them at a rate. Same goes for other people. Elon Musk, uh, uh, making somebody who makes $250,000, giving them the same percentage of Elon Musk, it should, it should be a crime. But you can split these categories up, but that takes work from Congress. And after we saw what they did with Obamacare, we know they don't know how to work. We already know that. It's very sad. Very, very sad. Elon Musk, hey, look, he's going to end up leaving this country. I know he's in Texas now. A lot of people have come to Texas now because they're fed up with taxes. They're ta- they, what they're fed up with is their tax dollars not being spent the right way. California, they wanted to fund police. Well, then why am I paying taxes? At least just how about a flat tax across the board? I'd be okay with that. And once again, once again, if you're rich and you're listening to this show right now and you're like, oh, you have no idea what you, yeah, I do. If you think that you should pay more, people like George Clooney have said the rich do not pay enough. Okay. Then what you do is you take out a check from your checkbook and you write a check to the Treasury Department thinking about how much more you'd like to give them. Flat tax, no tax breaks. If you make less than 75, then no taxes. Otherwise, it's 17%. Yes, a flat tax. It doesn't make sense that the highest group has the highest percentage. 1% of their income is still millions more than what the $250,000. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's, it, it, it is criminal. How dumb is it? When, when you hear somebody makes $250,000 a year, you think to yourself, a quarter million dollars a year, that's a great job. Not in San Francisco, it's not. That's a terrible job in San Francisco. With the amount that you're going to be taxed, and then the state taxes you on top of it, still got to find a place to live, so there's property taxes involved. The shit you buy has sales tax, and the higher the, the higher price shit that you want to buy, the higher those taxes are going to be because you just lob that percentage on to whatever the big number is. 
You still got to pay taxes on that. California, in, in most states, you're taxed a couple times. California seems to tax the rich about four or five times. By the way, when you're filling up your gas tank in California, you wonder why it's a dollar more there than anywhere else. Due to the taxes. They're taxing you on gasoline already. Hmm. The rich don't pay enough because the laws give these people ways to get around it. Warren Buffett has said that he pays an effective rate less than his secretary. If he paid 17% flat rate and no way to deduct anything, he would pay more. This also lowers the government's expenses as the IRS goes. The government doesn't care about their expenses. The government spends willy-nilly whenever they want. You know why? Because they're not a business. There's no one to call them back. Legally. They're not supposed to show a profit. When you have a business, you're supposed to show a profit. Oh, it's so frustrating to talk about that shit. You want to you be really frustrated? Let, let, me, let me tell you what's really frustrating. I'm going to tell you what's, what's the most frustrating thing out there right now, and that's Joy Behar. I, I, you know, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Joy Behar should be excommunicated from society. This dumb fucking gash. That's right, I called her a gash. Came out on The View yesterday and said due to Texas's abortion policy and what the Supreme Court did, she said she's worried that some states will go back to segregation. Well, wait a second, stupid bitch. Have you not paid attention to anything in the world right now? We already have. And by the way, that was not the choice of the big, rich, evil, white devil. There are black-only dorm rooms on campus, or dorms in general. They have black graduation. They have black prom. They are self-segregating. It's already happening. She's so dumb. She just spits shit out there. Oh, I think, how in the fuck? Wait, 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 wait. How in the fuck are you going to say that the abortion topic leads to segregation? Quote, if they keep throwing all these things to the states, I mean, they could overturn Brown versus the Board of Education and bring back segregated schools if they wanted to in some states. They already have segregated schools. They called historically black colleges and universities. There are some white kids that go there, but come on. Segregation is already happening, and it's self-segregation. You dumb bitch. 
Now, I, 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 because words matter to me and I talk a lot, Texas has not banned abortions. Now, there are a lot of people that, that will yell at me for this. I, I'm just saying abortions are not illegal in Texas. You can get an abortion up until six weeks of your pregnancy. Now, I know, I know before anybody says anything, you might not even know it's six weeks. I agree. I think it's stupid. But I would like to point out that abortions are still legal here. They didn't make it completely illegal. You might not like it. I don't like it. I don't like anything when it comes to this topic. But then to come out and say, well, this could, this could lead. To, and by the way, goddamn states having rights. According to Joy Behar, she's definitely against, I know she's against the Second Amendment, so now she's against the Tenth Amendment. Build Back Better includes a $70,000 tax cut per million slash billionaire in, in blue states, Yeah. Oh, look, the Build Back Better plan, yeah, oh, I I read that story a couple weeks ago. I didn't do it on the show. But if the Build Back Better plan goes through, yeah, oh, yeah, the rich are going to get rich off it. Richer. We have classes that have already segregated. They put black kids in one class and white kids, and the parents have no problem with it. I would. If I was at a school board meeting, I'd raise my hand and go, what kind of Jim Crow law shit is this? Oh, as I rub my temple now, and I wonder what's happening in America. And we have the, and and here's the worst part about Joy the Asshole. And by the way, that is her name, Joy the Asshole. The worst part about Joy the Asshole is is that there are people out there that get their news from her. And they think that she is actually a journalist. Oh, I'm not kidding. People actually think that she's a journalist and she has, you know, some power. She doesn't have shit. She's a failed comedian who's been on this show and just wants to talk about whatever she wants to talk about. And if she doesn't like it, she's going to browbeat you. I don't understand these Republicans that go on that show and just get fucking talked down and get verbally assaulted. I would go, I'd be happy to go on The View. As soon as you start talking over me, Joy, I'm going to slap you. That's what's going to happen. Whoopi, you better sit your ass down. Because I brought, I brought a fresh pack, a six-pack of whoop-ass. And I plan on wh- opening that shit up when I'm on The View. These cackling hens ain't going to know what hit them. All right, so like I said, I got lots and lots of mail coming up next. Yeah, when Joy's losing an argument, she leaves a stage that's been established. Well, and, and that's how you can tell you've won. 
when that person just walks away, they, they have they they have no convictions. They have no standards. She's gonna do whatever she wants to do and she she doesn't like it that she's being put in place, and so she's gonna walk off stage. Best interview the view did was Norm McDonald. Yeah, because he Norm McDonald wasn't fucking around. I will put that interview to shame if they have the, the guts to fucking interview me. I'd like to look at them all and go, what make you, or, or just just joy mainly and, and, and whoopee. Go, you're two failed comedians. In, in what? You're an actress, kind of? What makes you the authority? What makes you the authority on this? I'd love to see Charlie Kirk or Ben Shapiro go on there, or better yet, just royally piss off joy, get Steven Crowder, who knows how to insult people. Oh, I'd love to see that. Oh, but the bad part is, is that there's a couple other broads on their show, big fat uh, Hispanic chick. That, that gal is fucking worthless. And then there's another black gal on there who's just, you, you just look at, and, and she, she actually said to someone, I can't believe you would choose your personal freedoms over health, over the nation's health. R- really? You, you, you can't believe somebody's going to choose their personal freedoms, their personal freedoms over health. And it was all about the vaccine. And the lady said she's not an anti-vaxxer. She's an anti-mandator. See, this is something that we haven't even talked about on this show. All these people that don't want to get vaccinated, they're not anti-vaxxers. A lot of people have gotten vaccines for other things. Anti-vaxxers are the people that don't want anything in. Is there a percentage of that? Yes. But there's some vaccines they know they have to have to be put in place in certain places. And just to call someone randomly an anti-vaxxer because they don't want this vaccine, they're anti-mandate. That's what they're anti. But, of course, nobody talks about that. Nobody wants that because, once again, that makes something that's called sense. All right, we're going to take a break. Oh, before we take a break, I got jokes for the day. Uh, Okay. What do Bobby Brown and Hurricane Harvey have in common? No one knows which one hit Houston harder. Um. Why is Santa's sack so big? Of course, he only comes once a year. And then V. Coop sent me a great one today, and I used it. Uh, um, hold on, I, gotta, I have to read it. I don't remember uh, verbatim here. And, and I put this one up on a, I, and, and I did it with this too. How do you make a guy uh, from the hood jump for joy with only five words? You are not. (laughs) I played that sound effect on TikTok, so that one's a pretty good one. Scott says, I heard they brought up Candace Owens as a guest, and Whoopi said she'd walk out. Well, bye, Felicia. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Uh, The anti-vaxxer's name-calling just goes to prove how weak that side is. 
in order to get your way, to get people on your side, you have to lump us all into an extreme. Exactly. That's their game plan. See, this is why I, I've, I've told you for years, I don't mind the name calling. I don't mind the name calling at all because I know the truth. An anti-vaxxer, see, this is where, the, uh, I, I was thinking about this last night. This, this, this is the part that screws me in the head so much because I think too much. An anti-vaxxer means they're against vaccines, period. It's kind of like a racist. When you call somebody a racist, you should really know more about them. Do they want to hold someone down or are they just saying no to this idea? And in the past, they've held, I I forget what my example was last night, and I'm sorry. I, I remember I heard it on TV and I just fucking started to lose my mind. And I was like, that's not racism. That's that's what what they like to do is they like to lump in one one specific cause or one specific person. And if you're against them, well, then they're going to lump you in as the whole group. Dave Chappelle is a perfect example. They said he is transphobic. He's anti-trans. How, in fact, is he anti-trans? Because he makes jokes about him, which means he includes them in his show. That wouldn't be very anti. And secondly, he had a trans person open his show for him in San Francisco and tell that person, every time I'm here, you will open for me. That doesn't sound very anti-trans to me. That sounds like he's helping another human being. And he makes jokes at their behest, or, or at their expense, I should say, because, well, they're funny. And that's how he is dealing with it. Uh, it, it, it. Alicia, you hit it right on the head there. You hit it completely. Correct the mundo. On that one. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS. It's ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com if you want to write me. And we will be back next with Listener Mail.
back to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FAN. Right. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a Tuesday. Look at that. Made it through Monday. No, no problem at all. You made it to Tuesday and we are here. Scott put up there, they changed the Webster definition of anti-vaxxer. Look it up. It now says someone who is against vaccines and vaccine mandates. Now, now see, that, 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 that is, no. I'm an anti-mandator. I, that, that's what I am, forcing people to, if people want to take the vaccine, you should let them. You don't have to. I'm against the mandates. That's the funniest part of this whole thing, is all that bullshit. All right, enough of that. Let's get to uh, listener mail, which, by the way, is brought to you each and every time we do any kind of listener mail. It is brought to you by the fine folks over at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, the rest. Oh, God. I've been holding this one back for a while. Let me tell you about the rest. The rest, they like to go to the post office when the post office is closed. That's right. They break into the post office, and they steal all the letters addressed to Santa Claus. And do you know what they do with those letters? If you say deliver them to Santa, you would be 100% incorrect. What they do is they take those letters, and they put it under the crappy floor they build you, and then they call Crime Stoppers, and Crime Stoppers shows up and arrests you, and then you're on the naughty list forever. You know who doesn't do that? JS Floors. JS Floors doesn't have time to wait for the post office to close. JS Floors is too busy putting in great floors, pretty much the best floors that you can get in all of the West. Give them a call. Call my man Jesse over at uh, JS Floors at 775 267 Four, one, two, three. Time for listener mail. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, our first letter is from Bradley. He sent it a couple days ago. He says, hey, Arnie, as I sit here being forced to watch Christmas movies all day with my four-year-old triplets, dear God, you fucking... You're a saint, Bradley. Uh, The idea of Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies popped in my head because I'm sure you could come up with way better crap than I'm being forced to watch like Mickey and Minnie's Christmas over and over and over and over again. Love the show, Bradley. Well, Bradley, I I, I got your email, and and look, this is the way we're going to plan it all out. So we have a few... uh, Mount Rushmore's to do. We do have the the worst sa- or the the signature sandwich one, that I will get to that someday. Worst Christmas movies, yes, we've got that. I, I I've made a list. I've also come up with one for worst Christmas traditions. I have a question today about Christmas traditions, and then uh, V Coop. I, I uh, let, let's see. Hold on a second here. He sent me an email. 
hold on a second here. We got to do this here. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. I uh, thought of a possible Mount Rushmore. Dan Marino's. People who were good at something but never reached the pinnacle, such as Larry Fitzgerald, Led Zeppelin, Jennifer Aniston, John Daly. John Daly did. He, he's won two majors, so he. The Prophet Muhammad. Julio Jones, Jim Harbaugh, John Cena, Triple H, King Griffey Jr., Ted Williams, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, and Anna Kornikova. So I came up with this one. The best athletes to never win a championship. We can do actors and maybe actors that have never won any awards. We can I, I can fumble around with that one. But I've got the list of the best athletes never to win a championship, worst Christmas traditions, Christmas movies, and signature sandwiches. Yeah, John Cena's won a bunch either. Uh, yeah, he's two. So what, what we'll do is we'll break this up. We'll do best signature sandwiches tomorrow. And then Friday, we'll do Christmas movies. How about that? Okay? And then next week, we'll do... Actually, no, 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 no. We'll do best athlete to never win a championship tomorrow. And then we'll do Christmas movies on Friday. And if I can't find anything better than the sandwich one, we'll do that Wednesday. And then the worst Christmas traditions next Friday, which, by the way, is Christmas Eve. So how about that? Look at that. Look at that. Man, Daddy's been planning. We, we got all kinds of plans in place there. Holy shit. That's fantastic. Bradley, way to go. Way to get, way to, you and B Coop got my mind working. So I appreciate it. And we will get to those. Uh, All right, next one here. Let's see. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. This is from our man Christopher, our movie reviewing man. He said, thank you so much for talking about Vincente Fernandez this morning. It meant a lot to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He sent me an email if I was going to play any of it uh, earlier, and I didn't read that one. And Vincente Fernandez is a huge artist. They had it on the news here last night. So I had to play a little bit of Vincente Fernandez, who passed away over the weekend. So, Christopher, you are more than welcome for that, my friend. Uh, All right, next one here. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, oh, the next one is an ask. Oh, it's ask? Okay. so we'll Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Yeah, all right. So we have a brand new Christmas song. We have a brand new ask Christmas song. It's not very long, but it's perfect. That's what she tells all the boys. Uh, all right, here we go. You guys ready? Oh, I have to go to a certain part in this. Uh, 411. Okay. Here we go. You ready? I, I, I'm very ready for this. The brand new Christmas Ask Arnie song. It's time to ask and do it now before he fucks a cow. He wants to help you Quite horny. Yes, he'll fuck that cow. Of course, he'll fuck that cow. 
unless, unless you call him now. There you go. Uh, so there you go. There you go. There is the, uh, oh, I haven't done that one in a long time. I don't know if my voice can do it, but we'll try. Let's see. Do Oh, there we go. I haven't done this one in forever. It's time to ask our Contact the show right now. If you don't, then you're responsible when he goes and fucks a cow. I hit some high notes here. Shit, shit. Okay. Close that one out. Let's see. Can I find it now? Breaking news. Mariah Carey just announced her retirement after hearing Arnie's rendition of House of the Rising Sun. See, I haven't done that one in a while, so that, that one was kind of tough. Uh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm good at this one. Ah! <laughs> 
one of these days since we uh went since we've been doing those uh all right all right enough of that now we got to help the person out i helped myself out by singing there uh all right arnie i was just wanting to know what your opinion was and if i should do anything about a gift given to me by a co-worker i've been at my job for about four years and uh, a guy in my department gave me two tickets to a show that i had talked about going to is this way? Is this his way of asking me out? I have a boyfriend, and I'm not sure what to say about this to him. Should I ask the guy at work what does this mean, or should I just quietly accept the gift and say nothing to my boyfriend? Very confused. Signed, Stacy. There you go. So, a guy at her work gave her two tickets to a concert. Now, th- this is very common. I would say like 98% of the time, the people that give you concert tickets are not expecting you to go to that show with them. They're not expecting you to go, well, all right, you and I are going to this. That's why I told Tommy on the air I bought him a ticket to WrestleMania because I didn't buy two tickets not to go. Stacy, first of all, let me say, you shouldn't hide anything from your boyfriend. You should let him know that somebody. But the thing is, is that you need you need to talk to this guy. 
because I don't know if he's in that 2% of people. You spent singing lessons on money on Copenhagen, didn't you? Well, yes, yes, I did. Plus, I don't need any singing lessons. Um, you need to talk to the guy at work just to make sure. Because, look, there are some people out there, oh, I gave you them tickets, I expect you to take me. You ain't a married couple. Now, now, see, it's different if it's a boyfriend and girlfriend and shit like that. Or am I wrong? Ask family. What would you do in this situation? Somebody gave you tickets to a show that you wanted to go to. I wish she would have told me what show it was, and that way I could tell her if she's an idiot or not for going to that show. Uh, if if it was me, I, w- I would... I'd talk to the guy and go, hey, you know I got a boyfriend, right? I mean, like, Ogre says if the coworker is expecting a date, he's fixing to get his dumb ass fired. Well, this is why you got to talk. And, and Stacy, that would be the way to say it. Like, hey, uh, you know I got a boyfriend, right? And, and if he doesn't know, let, let's say he doesn't know that you have a boyfriend and he is trying to hit on you. Then the first thing you should do is offer the tickets back to him. Because you feel uncomfortable about the gift anyway, even though it's a show that you want to go to. Then you offer to give him back the tickets. Alicia says, reply with, thank you. My boyfriend and I will love this. There you go. Now, that's a great way to do it. Uh, Just accept the gift. It's his fault for buying a non-girlfriend that kind of gift. I I, I still think you got to say something to him. Like, I, I like Alicia's, what Alicia said there. Hey, thanks so much for that ticket. My boyfriend and I are really excited about going. Because then he, he's just sitting there going, dull. That, that, that's one of those kick to the nuts that you feel right away. But you know you can't say anything. You can't go, well, well those are for me and you. Why is there no picture of your man on your desk? I, look, look, I, 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 I think I think that is the perfect way to handle it. Thank you, Alicia. Because he can't say any. If he does say anything, then his dumb ass is about to be fired. And it's not the right look. Look, you, this is why I always say, you know, if you're if if you're not dating somebody, tickets are such a a weird gift to give. They are just a weird gift to give. Because a lot of times, some people some people feel obligated. They, they have to take that person. I'm not one of those people. You give me tickets, I'm going to take whoever the fuck I want. So there you go. But yes. Yeah, I, I would say definitely say, oh, my boyfriend and I are going to love this. And if he comes back with anything more than you're welcome, then he's in the wrong. If he comes back with anything more than you're welcome... He was expecting to go take the the tuna boat to Pound Town that night with you. Well, if so, well, I I, uh, have a good time. Just say you're welcome. That's all you got to do. Say you're welcome, dude. You're welcome. Walk away. Go, Go to the water cooler and start crying. 
If he knows what concert she wants to go to, but not that she has a boyfriend, that sounds funny to me. Maybe she's putting out the wrong signals. I can see somebody at work. I don't know where she works. Talking about, a, a oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. So-and-so's coming to town. You can hear that and not know about somebody's personal life. I think she's leading them on. That's a weird gift. I think it's more of a weird gift giver. Just tickets, no problem. Tickets and a parking pass. She's up in that ass. Yeah. He gives you a parking pass, too. That's creepy. Parking pass is where I would draw the line. I would say, no, no parking pass. Uh, uh, you, you want something more than parking pass. You know why? Because parking passes are a pain in the ass now. God damn, I just spent fucking billions of damn dollars on these tickets, and now i got to spend $50 to park in your fucking lot? How the fuck else am I going to come to your event unless I drive myself and park in your lot? That's mafiesco there, or mafioso. Oh, there's nothing more than I hate them paying parking fees. I'll tell you this right now. I'll, I'll, I'll just say this right now. This is why I still use my dad's handicap placard. Fuck you. You're going to make me park? I'm fucking parking up close. What do you want, Braddy? Okay, look. I call bullshit. So you're telling me that you just randomly heard in the break room some chick go, oh, I want to go see, I don't know, like Adele, your favorite person. And then you're going to just go randomly buy these tickets for this girl that you're not even talking to. You're not tapping that ass or anything like that. So Why? I you, you said the name. On, Hello. And there's no pictures of her man on her desk, it's which me. means she's playing. All I got right? was an email. That's all I got. I'm just saying it sounds suspicious. Guys don't just go buy girls concert tickets that are like 300 bucks a piece. I don't know. She didn't say how much they were. They could be for like a $20 show at Ace of Spades. I have no idea. Well, then she shouldn't even talk to him then because why is he only spending 20 bucks on her? Because he's not dating her. Well, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, get Tommy to drive the fire truck. He can park wherever the fuck he wants. Ooh, that's a good idea for WrestleMania. We'll park inside the stadium. I like that. There's weirdo guys out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, there are. I'm not saying this guy ain't a weirdo. This guy could be a creeper. I'm with Braddy on this one. The dude likes her. Oh, oh, look, look. The dude obviously likes her. He bought her tickets. Stacy, you got to write me back and tell me more about this gift exchange. Was this just a random or was this secret Santa or what? Is Stacy the letter writer a porn actress? The dude could really have a good point. <laughs> yeah, Stacy, you're going to have to write back and give us more details on this. And see, she said that name, and then all of a sudden, then we had to play, you know, we had to play this. I guess you can't hear that for the phone. Hello, it's me. Yeah, we we know, we we know it's you. Thanks, hon. Appreciate that. Uh, all right, next one here. Uh, oh, 
let's see. Let me read this. Brady Kidd says, when I brought uh, Arnie his tickets, I got them for him and Tommy. Never thought or expected him to take me. Does Stacy mom really got going on? Probably. I agree with Braddy. She's giving up that ass on the side. <laughs> Stacy, you're going to have to write and let me know if you're giving up that ass on the side. <laughs> Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, all right. This one says, Arnie, I was wondering if people think I'm weird for only buying stuff made in the USA. I, of course, have to buy things that are made overseas, but a majority of the things that I spend money on, I do check out to see if they're made in America. They sometimes cost more, but it makes me feel better about the purchase since it's made here. Dan. I don't think you're weird, Dan, for buying stuff made in America. There's a lot of people that will only buy stuff made in America. And, yeah, there's certain things you can't buy that that aren't made in America. We used to we, we, we used to make a lot of shit in this country. But then companies figured out, oh, we can take it over to China, i.e. Nike, and they can make it for pennies on the dollar, and then we can still sell it for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. It's a pure profit business for us. EGB says, fuck no, you're not, Dan, all caps. No, I look, I... I think it's great. I think it's admirable that you buy things that are only made in America, that you're willing to pay that extra money for. I wish I could be that disciplined. Yes, Dan, I think you're weird, but not for buying stuff made here. Okay. And see, the, usually the stuff that's made here has a better quality, too. And you don't have to worry about it shipping, being stuck in some shipping container somewhere. Dan, you're not weird at all. You're not weird at all. I think it's admirable. I wish more people were like you. And it would bring jobs back to this country if we could make more stuff here. You, know, you can't make a pair of Nikes here. If you made a pair of Nikes here, they'd cost you probably about eight times as much as they are now. If Nike wanted to keep their same profitability in place. But, yeah, I think it's, I, I don't know what kind of shoes do you wear. Are there shoes made in America? Yeah, there's plenty of shoes made in America. I think Allen Edmonds are made in America. Are they? Are they part of Nike? I know Cole Haan's part of Nike. Converse is part of Nike. I won't wear those. I wear Puma, but I know they aren't made in America. So, there you go. Most of my hats are not made in America. So there you go. All right. Uh, Dan, you're not weird at all. You're, you're a fine human being, Dan. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I keep seeing stories about the price of bacon going up because of some new law. Do you think that this would be a time to stockpile it like they did toilet paper for COVID? That's from Mike. Uh, the price of bacon is going to go up, especially in California, dramatically. Dramatically. Uh, I know that there are grocery stores all over California right now talking about 
they they want that law that 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 goes into place. They want it to be pushed back a little bit, the start date, because they still want to be able to sell bacon. And the new law is this: is that you have to give pigs more room now. This is true, and I think that it's going to end up going to chicken as well. And you're going to have to start paying a lot more because this means that there's going to be more room now for all these pigs, which means the farmers who raise these pigs are going to need more room, which means they need to buy more property. And that's going to be quite expensive. All pork products, by the way. Not just bacon. All pork products are going to go up dramatically. And you're asking me, if is this a time? I would say, hell yes. If people stockpiled all that fucking toilet paper during the first run of COVID, which I still to this day don't understand, I bet there are people who still have tons of toilet paper left over from when COVID first started. You know you're going to use it, so you might as well keep it. Same with bacon. I would say stockpile the shit out of it. Well, it's still a reasonable price. I mean, the price of beef has jumped dramatically. So, yes, I would say, Mike, since you asked me, I would say stockpile the shit out of it. We're being run over by feral hogs. Seems kind of strange. It does, doesn't it? But that's the state, and I don't know where Mike's writing me from. This is mainly a California thing because they passed a new law saying that if you uh, if you raise pork, if you raise pigs, you have to give them more room now. This is state-by-state state law. I don't think it's going to affect anybody in Texas or any other state that doesn't have this law in place. COVID has electrolytes and makes you shit. <laughs> Scott says, damn it, we just got the McRib bag. Don't make it more expensive. Do you really think there's any pork products in the McRib? I don't care because it's still delicious. Still better than that fucking nasty-ass Arby sandwich. Ugh. Fucking Tommy saying that Arby sandwich is better. Jesus. Uh, but yes, stockpile. Yeah, I would say if you live in California, stockpile all the bacon that you possibly can. And here, listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Well, uh, this one says Arnie. I don't want to sound like a woman hating misogynistic scumbag here, but it's never good when you start off a sentence like that. I don't want to sound like a woman hating misogynistic scumbag. But I was wondering what you thought of them rewriting George Orwell's 1984 in a woman's perspective. Is it me or is it getting sort of ridiculous that everything now seems to have to have men's and women narratives on things? That's from Pete, the non-woman-hating misogynistic scumbag. Yes, I have heard about this. George Orwell's 1984 book is a look at what what it's like to live under the eyes of Big Brother. Kind of like what people are saying America is into now. Oh, wait. Mike says, 
Okay, so I roll into Arby's the other day. They told me they don't sell potato cakes anymore. Is this everywhere? Without their, uh, Yes, it is everywhere, Mike. Thank you. Thank you, finally. Someone feels my pain. No more potato cakes at Arby's? What kind of bullshit is that? I don't want their crinkly fries. I don't like their curly fries. I like their potato cakes. Yes, Mike, it's that way here, too. Oh, man, it pissed me off. I still, I, I look, look, I still like the beef and cheddar. The beef and cheddar is still solid. But the perspective, the, 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 the whole thing, the, the, the potato cakes being gone is a sin. Potato cakes are a Jewish thing. Arby's are fucking anti-Semites. Cancel. Yes, cancel them. Why is having another perspective a problem? Are we only supposed to have uh, a right, y'all? I got to bounce. Hope everyone has a great day. Here's the problem I have with it. They're writing George Orwell's 1984 through a woman's perspective. Why? Why not write another book? Why not write something else? You're trying to, to make it different, but you're calling it the same. This is like that Ghostbusters reboot. You know that flop miserably? I'll say this. Because <laughs> Ogre says, quiet woman. We don't need a male perspective for everything, but the book George Orwell's 1984, if you have a perspective on it, then you should write a book and call it something else. Uh, okay, audio, so damn it, Ogre. <laughs> I have no problem with the 1984 thing so long as it's not some agenda-driven thing. I think it is an agenda-driven thing. Do we need the women's perspective on every book written by a man? No. I mean, I, I mean, bookstores are going to love this idea. We might actually have bookstores again. And by the way, vice versa then. Do we need a man's perspective on Interview with a Vampire? I only know that name because she just died. Anne Rice. Didn't she die just yesterday? What about Ayn Rand, who, who wrote uh, 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 whatever that damn book is, The Fountain Pen? That was the, the follow-up to Atlas Shrugged. Do we need a man's perspective on that? Do we need to have a, a man write that now? See, this is the problem that I have. I have this problem with this. If you want to write a book, write a book. If you want to give your perspective on 1984, then go ahead, but don't call it 1984. Call it a woman's guide to 1984. I had to read 1984 as part of my senior uh, research project, which, by the way, I only read about half of it because I had bought that paper already from a guy. And it was compare and contrast Adolf, Adolf, Adolf or Ados Huxley, Brave New World book to George Orwell's 1984. I didn't read the, the first one. I didn't read the Huxley book. Uh, if it's going to be some thinly veiled attempt to make Big Brother a male dominance thing, then lots of eyes will roll. It's been done to death. 
look at movies. They can't come up with new ideas, so they take old ones and put a different twist on it. It's shit. That's the problem that I have with it all. Come up with your own thing. I don't need Saved by the Bells, now their parents' years. That, that's on the peacock. I, I, I don't want all that stuff. I want new stuff. Bring me new movies. Don't just retread classics. How about a rendition of the Iliad and the Odyssey with a with trans-Greek warriors in islands of toxic males? Wouldn't that be something? Now, I, I'm glad you bring up the Iliad and the Odyssey because it has been redone. Iliad and the Odyssey has been redone a bunch of times, but one of the best times was a movie called Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That's what that whole movie's based on, and they put it in a spend where you sit there and you go, wow, this is pretty good. If you're going to do something like that, then change it dramatically like they did for that movie. I remember reading The Iliad and the Odyssey. It was a fantastic book. And the, the, the singing of the, uh, the sirens, they're in that movie. It's an, it, it truly is an awesome tale. And they redid it the right way. Now, if George Orwell's 1984 is like that, with a woman version of it. <sighs> but <sighs> the mannequin, yes, absolutely. There's great music in the movie, too. But it is the Elliot and the Odyssey. I don't know. I don't want to sound like a giant misogynistic scumbag either, but I don't know why this has to be done. Why did the female Ghostbusters even come out? Nobody saw it. The people who did say it, they, they said it was shit. Okay, how about Charlie's Angels now, but dudes? Do we want that? I don't want that. Charlie's Angels was great. There was no agenda and no brother. Where art thou? I love that movie. They wanted a movie with Americana that happened to be funny. So, yes, absolutely. It was a great movie. Fantastic film. Love that movie. I haven't seen it in a while. I need to see that movie again. But as far as the, the narrative now, that we have to put this perspective in there, or this narrative, or that narrative... It's just old. It's, it's old. It's tired. Let's try something new. All right? Good. Good, good, good. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. This is from Alberto. Can I just say that I'm really kind of sick of Ryan Reynolds now? I mean, he plays the exact same thing, Deadpool, in everything he does now including the voice in that new Peloton, Peloton commercial. Yeah, I got that story coming up about Peloton, I think. Yeah. Uh, can he just keep the red suit on and just be Deadpool? Because then I don't have to see his dumb fucking face anymore. Is his wife retired from acting? Because she doesn't do too much now. Thanks for letting me vent. Yes, I, look, I, I have grown a bit weary of Ryan Reynolds. 
I like Ryan Reynolds. I love Deadpool the movie. But now everything Ryan Reynolds does is Deadpool without the mask. The smart-ass remarks and the cussing. There, there's not a lot of cussing and there's no violence. So he doesn't kill people. But he's still the same smart-ass. He's still doing the same shtick. Thank God. I, I, I mean, I mean, can you imagine Ryan Reynolds like trying to do a real movie now, like like an adult movie, like a serious film? You can't. Thank God he started his gin company. He's worth billions now. Whatever. Ogre says, "Thank you." Ryan Reynolds has become a parody of himself. Every single role is mockery of something else, and even his fucking phone commercials are annoying. And I thought Deadpool was one of the freshest movies ever. Yeah, that he killed. Maybe, but you know what this could be? Maybe this is him trying to kill the Deadpool character. Because he brought it to life and he could kill it with all this because he doesn't want Disney to ruin it. That would be kind of ingenious on his part, but it still sucks because I still love the Deadpool movies. Ryan Reynolds is just that. He's a comic, and that's what he needs to do. He can't be serious. He's a funny man. Oh, he's not a comic. He, he's tried to make serious films. He's not funny in everything. He, he started out. He's not a comic. He's an actor. But you look back on his, some of his old roles. Look, here, hold on. Let, let me IMDB his ass real quick. Uh-huh. And by the way, we know he's fucking Canadian, too. What is it with Canadians? He and Seth Rogen have to tell everybody they're fucking, they're Canadian, eh? All right, here we go. Wow, he's made a lot of shit. Jesus. Uh, The movie Waiting, he was a smart ass in that. I don't remember him, Harold and Kumar, go to White Castle. Van Wilder, okay, so he, he was a Van Wilder smartass. Let's see, uh, you know, the two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. That was a good show. I like that one. Uh, huh. He played a badass in Blade Trinity. Just Friends, he, w- he was pretty good in Just Friends. He played an FBI agent in Smoking Aces. That was a great movie. The Proposal, wasn't too much of a smart ass in that. Green Lantern, that just sucked. The Change-Up was fan- the best ever uh, Changing Places movie with Jason Bateman. Wasn't he a smart ass in Green Lantern? Uh, I don't know, not enough people saw it. Um, everything else now is coming up as Deadpool, pretty much. Looking, looking, looking. You know, he's never done an earnest movie. God, that's weird. I, I'm I'm tired of him too though, Alberto. He he is starting to and and didn't he just say he was gonna take time off? But I, I've like seen him in more places now than ever. 
Motherfucker said he was taking time off. He ain't taking no damn time off. Next letter here. Let's go. Let's get it. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie, I just wanted to say how much I'm enjoying your going over your worst gifts. I remember listening to the day you got the coffee table 9-11 book and was dying. I really hope you have more dad stories around the holidays as well, and that's from Steve. Uh, Yeah, it's time now to do my worst Christmas gifts of all time. This one, this one was funny to me. It, it was a bad gift. It was a very, very bad gift, in my opinion. Um, and I got it from my boss. And I'm talking about the big kahuna, the GM at my old radio station. This was supposed to be a gift that I got, like, after my wedding, but it didn't show up until Christmas time. So he's like, well, here's your Christmas gift. He got me a plate set. That's right. It, it, it wasn't China, though, but it was a plate set. I, I, I don't know what took so long. I mean, it wasn't that fancy. It had the letter S in it for states, I guess. Which really, they, they, it's going to take six months or another five months to get that. And, and it wasn't like fine China. Because, by the way, why would anybody get me fine China? Like, I, I thanked him for it profusely, and I was just kind of rolled my eyes when I'm walking out. I'm like, all right. Don't know what he spent on it. Don't care. It was a nice gift. It was a great idea. Thank you so much. Thank you for making it now my Christmas gift. Because the truth later came out that he had just left it in his garage that whole time. But yeah, China. What 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 do I need with China? Do I look like I'm going to be hosting festivities that have China plates? And it was like it was it was like dishes and then smaller dishes. I didn't get bowls. There were no forks and knives. I get no silverware with it. Very very crappy gift which I never, ever used it either. I just left it in the box. I don't know what happened to it. It's gone. Was it from the Franklin Mint? No. No, it wasn't from the Franklin If it was from the Franklin Mint, then that'd be cool. Like, if he would have got me the Civil War chess set, that'd be badass. Remember the Civil War chess set? I saw it one time. There's a story in Dallas. I saw it as a little kid. It was at the Galleria, and they had the entire set. You had your Confederate soldiers on one side, your Union soldiers on the other. You had Robert E. Lee on one side, Ulysses S. Grant on the other. It was a kick-ass looking set. And I remember it was like, and this is like when I was nine. Shit was like two grand. So now that thing's like fucking, I don't know, at least fucking five grand now. Now, Arnie Royce, you take that back about the plates. What a better presentation vessel for pigs in a blanket or donkey tails than fine china plates. To eat something fancy like tater casserole on. (laughs) Now, those Civil War chess sets come with game tokens shaped like protesters to tear the Confederate pieces down. (laughs) 
I wish it does. The Franklin. Hold on a second. Let, I, I just want to see. I just want to see if they still have Franklin Mint Civil War War Chess Set. Ooh, there. Ooh, 1983. There it is. Holy shit. Civil, oh, man, here it is. Let's see, the product. Well, why don't you tell me where the fucking, I, I want. Excellent condition. Ooh, there it is, man. That thing looks awesome. It's $570. And that is that for the whole set? That might be for the entire set. Ooh, Confederates. There's that one. Ooh, that looks like the whole damn set. That's only $600. That thing's badass. Man, oh, man. Does that include the board, too? Yeah, it includes the board, too. Shit. That's pretty cool. Now, see, if he would have got me something like that, that would have been badass from for, for any kind of gift. But, yeah, I love those things. Those things were cool. Franklin Mint used to have some cool shit that they'd advertise on TV. Remember, you'd have to buy a piece for, like, $29.95, and then every month they'll send you a new piece. That, that's a long time to wait to play a game of chess. I just got to say that. Confederate chess set canceled. Can you imagine, though? Somebody signed you up for that, and you're a, you're a chess, chess enthusiast. You've got to wait almost two years to play a game of chess on that thing. Well, they just keep coming in, $30 a month. Good Lord. Yeah, but the, the, the plates, bad gift. Oh, I did not like that. I was like, come on, man. You could have got me something cooler than that. You could have got me golf shit. But no, 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 I get plates instead. Like, there ain't nothing wrong with my set of fucking plates from Target, man. It said it's a couple hundred on eBay. All right. That's where I just saw it. I saw it on eBay, like, for five sixty nine. So there you go. No, I, I, I don't need that. I don't play chess really anymore. Get so. that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, my fiance and I are hoping you can help us with some ideas as well as the rest of the ass family. All right, ass family, you're up. We're getting married next year, and this Christmas we wanted to start some Christmas traditions to keep going into our first married Christmas. I've listened to you forever, and I don't think that you have many, or do you? If you could give some ideas, we'd really appreciate it. And that's from Greg. Christmas traditions. The only one that, that I can remember having is this. As a kid, we would do this all the time. Uh, Grandma's house even though I had already known everything that I was getting for Christmas as a kid because, well, Grandma would show it to me. That got open on Christmas Day. It, and I, I was allowed to play with it too early. Uh, but we would open gifts on Christmas Eve at the house, just me, Mom, and Dad. And Christmas Day, we'd go 
go go to grandma's house or she'd come to our house and we'd open gifts in. Uh, the only thing that I remember us doing and Brady Kid and I are talking about it, going out to dinner and then going to look at Christmas lights because Dallas has some areas that have like amazing Christmas lights. So that's one tradition. That was the only tradition I remember us doing. I mean, my they never went to midnight mass or anything like that. That's just so I I don't have a lot of tradition. Uh, Ogre says anal sex on Christmas, great tradition. There you go. Tree goes up eleven one. <laughs> I have an interesting. Uh, I, I is that one next. Is that because I've checked? Yeah, I have. I have about a, a, a thing about the tree coming up here in a couple letters. Um, do stuff that make uh, Greg. This is what I think. This is what I think. Uh, Andrew says my first idea is don't get married. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's get past that though, Andrew. Greg's looking for our help. You find stuff, and you do it, and you make it your tradition. That's what you do, Greg. And I know that's what you want to do, but you're looking for suggestions. What do you guys like? Do you like guys like going to the movies? Then go to the movies on Christmas Eve. Or go to the movies on Christmas. Movie theaters are open on Christmas Day. Ratburger just texted in. He says, <laughs> he goes, here's the first tradition now. It's an important one. He always says, yes, dear, anything you want. Get to that now. <laughs> I mean, if, if you like the movies, go to the movies. If you like going out to eat, go out to eat. You know, you, you ain't going to get a lot of places open except Chinese food place on Christmas Day. So if you want to go out and eat on Christmas Eve, go out and eat. You gotta make your traditions yourself. Maybe your gal likes to bake. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe you guys can bake a whole bunch of cookies on Christmas Eve. I look. I, I'm coming up with gay ideas as well, because I gotta think like a woman. Don't do any caroling. That 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 shit needs to go. Uh, oh, that—that that was what it was. The the stupidest traditions. That that's the uh, the the Mount Rushmore of stupid Christmas traditions. Worst Christmas traditions of all time. That's it. You gotta get rid of some of this shit because th- this stuff this is just garbage. But there you go, Greg. Find something that you guys like to do, and that you can do each and every year at Christmas. Like, if you guys like live music, that might be a tough one. There might not be a concert on Christmas Eve all the time. But there you go. All right. Two more to go. I'll read this one now, so. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Ari, since you are the supreme ruler of all things and we should look up to you for your guidance, that's the greatest letter ever written right there. That should be the end. I have a question for you. Just wondering when you suggest would be a good time to take down our Christmas decorations. 
they went up on December 1st, and I usually keep them up until January 2nd. Is that all right, or should they come down sooner? Thanks for the great show every day. I can't listen live, but as much as I can, uh, as much as I can, I listen live. I always download as soon as I get home, and that is from Brian. Now let's go over to the board here. Brady Kid says record-breaking year. Tree will be down before Christmas, probably. The tree was up. When was it up? Eleven one. Going back to the letter before Greg, is there a type of food uh, you like? but takes all day to make. Mexican Catholic houses spend all day Christmas Eve making tamales, drinking traditional drinks. When the baby arrives at midnight, we eat the tamales and open tequila bottles and get hammered and open presents. I love Mexican Christmas. I can imagine. Uh, on Christmas Eve, we have a pozole. It's a, me- a Mexican soup that's big in New Mexico. Make cookies. We look at luminaries in Old Town Albuquerque and listen to live music there. Or drive around the neighborhoods famous for light decorations. We also do the 12 days of Christmas for our kids. Each day they get a small or useful gift, and they have to go find the gifts based on clues. There you go. Tradition should start this year. Everyone sends Arnie gifts. I'm down with that. Uh, Christopher, you remind me, normally we used to get tamales for the Super Bowl, but last year... Started making homemade tamales, and the kids get involved because they love making them with their abuela. Uh, tree normally comes down by March or April, yeah, if we're lucky. Our family tradition is drinking and family arguments, 100% of Americans. Man, I can go for some tamales. That sounds good. You, you, you people, though, man, you guys get mad at me the way I eat my tamales. <laughs> the way I eat my tamales, y'all would hate me. So I, Christopher, please don't disown me. I, I learned this from my father, okay? And I really do like it a lot. And I've had it on traditional tamales, and, and people look at me strange. Um, if I get tamales, I douse them in ketchup. Now, I used to not think that was weird until I got looks from people like, what the fuck are you doing? But I love ketchup on tamales. And the only tamales that we used to ever be able to eat, because my dad refused to eat Mexican food, and he says tamales are not Mexican food. I don't know where he got that from. Please don't ask me to explain it. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just the, the, the passing it on. My dad loved, loved the Hormel tamales in a can. I know they're not real tamales. But he'd make those, and he would cover them with ketchup. And I just grew up eating them that way. And by the way, I love them too. Um, and you shit talk about how I eat my kicks. Well, you're weird. You, eat them, you have to eat them in pairs. Don't tell me you put ketchup on them, do you? Yes, I do. Andrew says, what in the hell? Christopher, they are from a can. Christopher's throwing up. Brett, good morning. Probably the shitty Hunt's kind, I'm guessing. No, no, no. I use Heinz. I've always used Heinz. I'm a Heinz man. 
The ones you eat aren't there. Uh, that's like calling Taco Bell Mexican food. I fucking knew it. I've seen this behavior before. <laughs> Contest to see who gives Arnie the worst gift. Oh, that's time I'm here. You can start the show now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look, I, I blame that one on Big Jer. Man, oh, man. See, and he'd like to put chili on top of them, too. I, I like chili, but I like chili on its own. And we're Texans. There ain't no beans in our chili. Uh, but tamales, yeah, tamales would have to be eaten with, with, with ketchup. I'm sorry. I know I let you down, Christopher. <laughs> I apologize. I haven't had those things in a while. Those things are good. Mm-mm-mm. Good. <laughs> now, yes. Look, everybody has weird food things. I give Brad a kid a hard time because she gets chicken fried steak without fucking gravy. And she puts mustard on it, which I think that's sacrilegious right there. But, hey, I guess what I'm doing is sacrilegious to tamales. What are you supposed to put on tamales? You can't just eat them plain, can you? You put salsa on there? Well, that uh, Heinz 57 is American salsa. Oh, Derek. Now, come on. That's a little much. Me and my daughter put ketchup on our tacos. No. By the way, why can't why can't places? Uh oh, I think Christopher's calling me. Is that you, Christopher? Hey, hey. Okay, so I have seen this before, and okay. I have to make a confession. I have to go. I have to go to uh, to Ash Show Confessional right now. Okay, all right. I have put ketchup on tamales before. Whoa! Holy shit! And yeah. you're a Mexican. <laughs> okay, okay. You're so Mexican. One, it's okay then. It, it isn't, but okay. I have but to, it I is. There's a it story. is. There's a little. There's a little story that goes along with it. Okay, go ahead. I, when I was a little kid, like one of the first times we ever had tamales, we went to one of my other Diaz's house or whatever. It was like it was like a part of the family we don't even really talk to, and we had tamales. And they were the driest, yeah, driest, crunchiest, Ugh. worst tamales ever. And they're not supposed to be dry. No, they're supposed to be kind of like moisty, cakey almost. Yeah, you know who's are um, like that? The, those fine hmm. ones in a can. You got to get some of them. Them are good. <laughs> so when I was a little kid, it was one of the first times I'd ever had tamales, and I was like, I can't. It was it, they were so unpalatable that I drenched them in ketchup. Yeah, just so I could eat them, and they're delicious. That, 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 that ketchup brings out the, the true flavor of a tamale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then later on, I, I, later on when you start getting more tamales more often, because it's, it's a rare food. You don't get it all the time. Sure. Well, you can. Even in a Mexican household. Oh, you can. They're in the cans. They're at grocery stores year-round. Yeah, I, I, we, I refuse to acknowledge the existence <laughs> of tamales in the can. <laughs> So you keep mentioning tamales in a can, and I'm like, no, that, that doesn't exist. Yeah, they exist, and they're fucking good. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you got to try them once. You try them once, you're going to be hooked. You're going to be like, I don't eat any more of that homemade shit. I got it in a can. <laughs> no way. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We- <laughs> I wish you could. I wish you could come over and have and have tamales with us one day. Man, you know what That'd I'm gonna amazing. do? I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a can of tamales. 
No, no, yes. please, please don't, yes. please don't. The can of tamales is on its way. <laughs> Christopher, you have a great day, my friend. Can of tamales to Christopher. I think that might be my new go-to gift for people. Cans of tamales. Uh, <laughs> okay. The only thing I ever put on tamale is red or green salt, chili sauce. Uh, maybe crumbled cojita cheese. Christopher, your exiled, moved to Palm Springs. Brad, I put Louisiana hot sauce on my tamales. Tamales are supposed to be moist and steamed. If anyone puts ketchup on hot dogs, you need to be fined. Amen to that. Uh, Andrew, why are you even talking? Now I'm going to try that. I've been known to bring my own barbecue sauce. You added yourself there, Braddy Kid. I didn't even do that. We have an amazing barbecue restaurant here in, in the Metroplex up in Frisco in McKinney called Hutchins. Probably some of the best barbecue I've ever had. Somebody, and I will mention names, Braddy Kid, brings sweet baby rays with her there. To the best bar, one of the, it's in the top 10 of barbecue restaurants in all of Texas. She brings that. Uh, it wasn't my fault. My mom used to give me tacos with ketchup, and I passed it on to my daughter. Ken Dog says, this is disgusting, Arnie. No, no, no way. If they're from Dallas Tortilla and Tamale Company, you're damn sure you can eat them plain. First dozen never make it to the house. Uh, Ten bucks a dozen, okay. Christopher uh, would get kicked off the Encanto house if he brings canned tamales to his familia. And, yes, the movie was in Colombia. Oh, and cheese. Oh, you got to bring that for the sandwiches because you don't like melted cheese, weirdo. Canned tamales from Arnie. It's a holiday miracle. Oh, Christopher, I'm not joking. I am not joking. I've got something for you that I'm sending you already. And now you're going to get it. And you got to try them. You got to try them. Heat them up. Pull the wrapper off there. Put some ketchup on it. You're going to be like, fuck, Arnie changed my life. I'm telling you. Don't you knock it until you try it. That shit's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Did I, did I even read that letter? Hold on a second. I just erased something. Uh, last one here. Okay, yeah, we got one more. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. I have to say something, and you're probably going to put me on blast. Uh, I'm probably not going to put you on blast. <laughs> I was just put on blast. I put myself on blast for my tamales and ketchup, and everybody's putting me on blast for that. Um, I've been watching Yellowstone as long as it's been on, and I have to say that I'm really disappointed in this season. Gosh. Sure, the last five minutes were great this week, but this season is nothing more than Jimmy going to Texas Lloyd beating up Walker, and Beth and that stupid fucking kid. What happened to the best show on TV? That's from Sam. Sam? I agree. It's like they're using this season to set up all his new shows, and then next year he'll, he'll take Yellowstone serious again. Because he knows he has this uber-popular show that he can promote this new shitty-looking Tim McGraw show. 1888 or whatever. His show, Mayor of, of Kingstown, which is only a fucking show that you can get if you have the Paramount Network. And this season has suffered. 
Now, it looks like these next three weeks are going to pick up because the last five minutes were awesome. But I, I will say this right now. This has been, and in that place where Jimmy is, by the way, let me just tell you what's happening now. I'm not going to ruin the other night show, uh, but Jimmy has been sent to Texas. And there's a girl that works there that's way hotter than the chick he had up in Montana. Shocking, it's a Texan girl. And she's got feelings for him. She wants to take him out. So Jimmy's going to be fucking knocking the bottom out of that. And ugly-ass Mia's going to roll into town because she left the bunkhouse. Oh, I already, I already see the writing on the wall for that one. But that's going to be another spinoff show. The Four Sixes Ranch. And that's what they're doing. They're setting that show up. They're using all this popularity of Yellowstone to promote 1886 or whatever the fuck that looking that shit looking thing is. Really, people are going to leave Texas for Montana. I think not. And it, it's pissed me off this season. It has pissed me off too. But I do agree. I I do agree that this has been a bad season. Not I won't say bad. It's been it, it's nowhere near as good. There, there's been a lot of good writing. This year, when Beth told her dad that she's going to get him some pussy, that was funny. Like, the, the, the interchanges between Beth and her dad, Kevin Costner, are awesome. Rip hasn't really gotten to fucking kill anybody. He's beat up a couple people, mainly Lloyd. I'm ready for Rip to kill somebody. Well, he did kill Walker, or that, or not Walker, but that dude at the beginning of the season with the rattlesnake to the face. I want to see more shit like that. See, I want more episode one. Because episode one of, uh, of Yellowstone was one of the greatest television events of all time this season. It was a season four, episode one, best Yellowstone episode ever. But since then, it's just been kind of trickling away. See, and Brad Kidd's not even excited for 1886 or whatever because she says Tim, Tim McGraw isn't even hot on that show. That's my biggest takeaway from it, too is that Tim McGraw is not hot on that show. All right. If by chance you'd like to write this show, please, please write me anytime at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. 775-357-FANS is the number, or you can write me right here on the Mixler board. Last break coming up in just a bit.
I don't know if you've noticed, but there certainly are a lot of Negroes in sports. Yeah. This show's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Ah, welcome back to the big show here on a Tuesday. A Taco Tuesday. A Dipping in Ketchup Taco Tuesday. Now, I mean, we could talk for hours about weird things on food. But we aren't. We aren't going to do that, though. I, I've, I've outed myself with the ketchup on tamales, and that's enough. Uh, trying to think. Oh, okay, so tomorrow we are going to do, um, let's do, we'll do the athletes tomorrow. Athletes to never win championships will be tomorrow. And then Friday we'll do a Christmas one. And then we'll do sandwiches unless I find a better one next Wednesday. And then Friday next week we'll do worst Christmas traditions. How about that? Good, 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 good. Uh, All right. Back to the big show here now today. The National Football League. Had some owners here in the Metroplex recently. Uh, as of yesterday, and they were doing their meeting, and it looks like this will be announced Wednesday on the Vegas Strip that Super Bowl LVIII 53, I believe that is, or 51 this year. Because it'll be 2022, and then 2023 is going to be at SoFi Stadium. That Super Bowl LVIII in 2024 will be hosted by the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to be playing in the game necessarily. It doesn't mean they're not going to be playing in the game. But the Super Bowl will be held in Las Vegas. And let me just tell you right now, tickets for that will be unavailable. Oh, okay, that's 58. Thank you, Scott. L L is 50. V, 55 to 6, 58. Okay, appreciate that. Haven't been up on my Roman numerals in a while. The biggest betting day of the entire year. And now you're going to put that event in the betting city? I don't know. I, I, I Look, man, I, all I'll say this right now, if you're a regular fan, don't expect to go to that game. Don't expect to go. Tickets for that, tickets for that probably are already sold out. You think about it. All, all the luxury boxes, those are pretty much owned by the casinos anyway. And all the good seats, they'll be bought up by casinos to give to their big players. And all the big players will go this time. Not to mention all the sponsors of the NFL who will be there. I honestly think that since it's Super Bowl 58, there might be 58 tickets available for it unless you're willing to spend thousands upon thousands and thousands of dollars to go to the Super Bowl. 
I'm sad to say I think that will be the only major sporting event I never attend. You have to be vaccinated to get into that state? Yes. And you have to show your proof of vaccination. Or your, um, no, that's not there yet. Um, I don't know if it'll be that way in, in 2024. I hope it's not that way in 2024. But you get tickets to the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure you're going to get vaccinated. Look, if you want to go to the Super Bowl, you're going to get vaccinated to go. Because tickets are going to be ridiculous. Sixty five thousand seat venue. They say could host other Super Bowls. Uh man, oh man. I think by the way, how come how come ATT hasn't had a Super Bowl again? We had one and it was cold that week. It was a weird, weird winter storm hit Dallas and everybody blamed Dallas for it. We can't control the fucking weather. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see an outdoor Super Bowl. An outdoor in the winter Super Bowl. Well, well, see, like, like, you know, Green Bay is looking to maybe get home field advantage since Arizona lost last night. So Green Bay has home field advantage. They got to play in the cold weather. We saw New England with home field advantage throughout their run when they had Tom Brady. Why not play the Super Bowl in shitty weather? I'm all for that. Stray Fire says, I agree. Heinz Field's never had one. How many strippers, hookers will be flown into Vegas for that week? I'll tell you this right now. Every hotel room will be booked that week. Vegas is going to be such a tough ticket to get. And I mean that for anything. For all the shows that they have. Las Vegas Vegas could rebound from the coronavirus on Super Bowl weekend. And that's not hyperbole. That's not me. No, I'm just telling you right now that people will not go to a city that has the Super Bowl just to go to a city that has the Super Bowl. But Las Vegas is different. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, they will be printing money in Las Vegas that weekend. And if Dana White is as smart as I think he is, he'll have a fight that Saturday night. A big one. Either that or a boxing match will happen. Hopefully we'll have a new governor in place, Joey Gilbert. Mm-hmm. That'll be the biggest weekend ever for STDs. <laughs> ever notice the NFL got more concerned about weather at their games once women got more involved into watching? Football is and always has been a weather-dependent sport. Frankly, I think snow and rain make football more realistic battle simulation. The snow, the rain, the mud, it's more unpredictable and interesting. Yes, it is. And that's why I'm calling for a cold-weather stadium to get a Super Bowl. Granted, everybody now has closable roofs or retractable roofs, so we're never going to see that. But how great would it be that, you know, they have the Super Bowl in Miami one year and it's fucking just pouring rain? That'd be awesome. 
but we've never gotten that. And I wish we would because I think that is more realistic. Yeah, I mean, you look at the AFC and NFC championship games. What happens if they're played in cold weather? Let's say Buffalo gets back on track and they get to host a playoff game. There's going to be eight feet of snow on the ground in Buffalo. And then Buffalo has to go and they get to play at some dome stadium or they get to come out to SoFi Stadium and play. Let me just tell you this right now. I hate, this is the one thing that I do hate about the NFL, is their championship game is played on a neutral site. I, 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 that, that to me is bullshit because the game is about the fans, and the game hasn't been about the fans in forever. But you think about these assholes that, that root for these cold weather teams that are season ticket holders. They've spent money on this team. They've spent money on these tickets. And when they go to the championship, they're expected to stay home because it's not at the home stadium. I wish they could change that. I I don't like it at all. I I just don't. It's about money, not the game. Sorry to say it'll never happen again. You're right, Spade. You're right, Kale. Yeah, you're absolutely Look, I totally agree with you. I'm just talking from the heart here when it comes to football. I know it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen in the the bowl championship series or whatever the fuck the playoff they call it now in college football. Don't blame women for you pussy men not being able to play because it's cold or take a hit. See, I think men want it outside. I don't think the players want it outside because players are the ones that got to do it. But, hey, I would go... If the Super Bowl was at a cold-weather stadium, that'd be a kick-ass Super Bowl to go to. But we ain't got to worry about that. It's so far this year, the year after it'll be, uh, not sure where it's going to be the year after, but then 2024, bam, it's going to be in Vegas. So that's a pipe dream that we'll never get. But, hey, that's okay. I'll still watch it. It's the Super Bowl. You have to watch uh, all right. Now, something happened recently in sports, and I'm going to tell you that you're going to hear about it starting probably after my show today, because a lot of people like to use my show as a, a springboard on something. <sighs> there was a women's basketball game played over the weekend in college. Savannah State versus... Or no, I'm sorry, Georgia Southern versus Carver College. The final score of the game was 133 to 15. Once again, the final score of this women's college basketball game was 133 to 15. Now, that is not a record. It's second place. The record was set by Savannah State when they beat Westland 155 to 26 back in 2018. Now, these are not Division I schools. The record in Division I school was a win by Baylor when they beat Winthrop 140 to 32. Now, I have 
no problem with this at all. I have zero problem with this. At halftime, the score was 60 to 5. <laughs> he scored five points in the first half. I would quit basketball. If my team only scored five points in the first fucking half, I'm done. We gave up 60. We know that there's no coming back. Why would you even come out of the fucking locker room at halftime? You know there is no chance at winning. You're down by 55 at halftime, and you only score. If you were down 105 to 50, you have a better chance at coming back because at least you know you can score 50. You scored five. Now, what you're going to see is this. People are going to go, why did they have to beat them so bad? Wow, Baylor won by 108. I think that qualifies as a raping. Of course it does. It's Baylor. People are going, and and it's going to be journalists. Journalists are going to be beside themselves when they really get a hold of this story. And I don't know if they they took out the starters. I imagine they probably took out the starters when, at halftime, they probably sent the starters home. My question is, what are backup players supposed to do? And by the way, if they don't get upset at this, they are all a bunch of hypocrites. Because if this would have been a boys game, oh, people would be fucking screaming from the fucking mountaintops. How dare they? They, they beat them down so badly. Well, then you know what? you got to play harder. you got to practice harder. Be better. Don't get beat by 120 points. This is the world that we've, we've gone into, is that instead of this team being fucking hoisted up on people's shoulders, people are going to be going around going, you know, they beat another team by over 100 points. They did not settle down. What are you supposed to do, miss shots on purpose? I thought that was a no-no, missing shots on purpose. Isn't that what's called shaving points? Zero problem with this at all. Zero problem with it at all. I think this is great. I think this is more of what we need. I don't think that we need any of these fucking caps on numbers, even when they're little kids. I remember I played Little League Baseball, and they had a six-run limit rule. I hated it. I hated that rule. Team I was on, we'd score six in the first seven batters. All right, no, that that you have to teach the other team they have to play hard. You can't just brag them off the field. I might have been in second grade at the time, but that's a perfect place to start teaching kids. You don't want your ass whooped. Pay attention. I'm tired of this. I would have put just two players on the floor to make it more interesting. I'm glad the backups got to play. I'm glad that backups got to score because that's the only time they get to show themselves off. So show off. You know what? It's just part of this lazy, weak-ass, sorry society we live in, which is now caved. The FAA has caved and award, and they will award astronaut wings to Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson, even though one of them didn't go high enough to get it. 
I don't know if either one of them did. Did Bezos go high enough? And by the way, by the way, they're not fucking astronauts. They didn't circumnavigate. Does that mean Michael Strahan is now an astronaut because he went up in the giant flying penis? Were they all going out after the whole game, or was that the blowout with the six stringers and the towel girls on the court? No, I imagine the backups were in. I would bench my starters after halftime and tell them no three-pointers in the fourth quarter. I wouldn't. Are we sure there wasn't a transgender on the team? No, I'm not sure of that. But once again, we cave. We cave. You guys get it, it caved there. I bench my side. I bench my starters. I tell my fucking backups earn a place on the starting lineup here. Show me what you got. That's what I do. And and obviously the backups were in because they gave up a whole bunch more points. Remember the starters only gave up five. But Jeff Bezos and Sir Richard Branson. I have zero problem with spending their money and building rocket ships. But really, we're going to call them astronauts? I, I, I'm sorry. I can't give those guys astronaut wings. I just can't. I, I can't say that Richard, Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos are the same as Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong. I can't. But, of course, uh, and, and by the way, Bezos has been bitching about this. I want my astronaut wings. I want, no, you can't have them. Stay out in space for a few weeks. Then you can maybe, then we'll maybe talk about it. That's what I hate. Oh, I want my astronaut wing. You're not an astronaut, dickhead. Well, if you went to fucking fantasy baseball camp, are you then a legend of whatever team you went to baseball camp? This is garbage. Garbage and crap. And by the way, Jeff Bezos, fix your rocket, man. I'm tired of looking at that, that flying dick. I think it's stupid. Still, I'm, I'm still not doing it, by the way. Just letting everybody know. He wasn't such a fag, he could get his red wings. <laughs> oh, hey, you remember that video that came out a couple weeks ago? The NFL player who was just beating the shit, former NFL player who was beating the shit out of his girlfriend, threw her into a TV and stuff. Uh, video shows uh, Zach Stacy and his girlfriend. That Kristen Evans. He was just whooping her ass in front of their four-month-old kid. He swung her multiple times and threw her into a TV that landed on her. This guy used to be a running back for the Rams and Jets. Now I know why he's out of the league. Um, TMZ first showed the video. Uh, and then they obtained his arrest video, which he said that she had staged the video 
because she was bitter, he did not want to be in a long-term relationship with her. Well, wait a sec. Hold, hold, wait, wait, huh? What? How did she stage the video? You are seen throwing her into a TV. Was this a choreographed match that you were a part of there, WWE? All right, so he was arrested, and the video says, uh, he says, and I quote, it's unfortunate because I got out of rehab for anxiety and depression like eight months ago. I dropped everything to come down here and support the mother of my child in her last trimester and the baby. I let her know I wasn't trying to be there with her or nothing like that. This is just a case of bitterness. That's why she did this, this whole assault thing. She staged it. She set me up. Now, like I said, I've seen the video. He gets in her face, and he's doing all this stuff in front of another baby. How did she stage it? I, 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 I'm totally lost here. Like, when you stage an event, that means it's fake. I watched that video. That shit wasn't fake. So, uh, he says, this is just a case of girl is bitter. I don't want to be with her. She's trying to destroy my reputation over this shit. It's fucked up that I reacted the way I did. I don't know how men couldn't have handled that situation. Well, I, I, I know a man probably wouldn't throw his girlfriend or a woman who's carrying his baby into a television set and continue to... Did she nag you? Is that what it is? Oh, she simply nagged you. That's not enough reason to whoop her ass like that. You're going to prison, dog. God almighty. Oh, it wasn't... I'm surprised you didn't say he didn't use the Democratic line. It wasn't us. It wasn't me. That wasn't me. More good news to report here on CNN. You know how they just got rid of fucking Chris Cuomo for what he did with his brother. Then they found out, oh, Chris Cuomo is a horn dog too. He was allegedly, uh, you know, kind of uh, sexually harassing chicks at CNN. Now, another employee at CNN. But we, we already know that Don Lemon is up for on, on assault charges for grabbing some dude's root. Now, senior producer John Griffin at CNN said, oh, you guys are going to get like kicked off the air for that? Well, hold my beer. You see, he was arrested by the FBI and charged with shocking sex crimes. Oh, this next, I don't want to read this next line. Come on. Shocking sex crimes with girls as young as seven. He was charged by a jury in Vermont with three counts of using a facility of interstate commerce to attempt to entice minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity. Come on, man. What is going on over at CNN? 
Was Matt Lauer running the place now? Griffin, a senior producer for CNN's uh, morning show, New Day, was taken into custody following a federal indictment accusing him of coercing parents to allow their daughters to engage in sexual activity in his home. Now, now that, that right there just has me puzzled. How do you talk? Like, is that person a buddy of yours? Hey, hey Bill, uh, your uh, eight-year-old daughter's looking good. How about you give her permission to suck my dick? I mean, I mean, that's not even a phrase I want to say with an eight-year-old. Who are these parents that gave consent? I think their shell should be right next to his. I bet Chris Wallace is glad he quit Fox and joined CNN now. Jesus. Uh, he allegedly texted the mother of one of these girls, uh, quote, when handled appropriately, a woman is a woman regardless of her age. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't see that phrase before. Let me read that one to you. This is what he texted the mother of a daughter of two daughters ages 9 and 13. When handled appropriately, a woman is a woman regardless of her age. Ooh-wee. That's gross. That is nasty. Man, you know what you could say about this guy? John Griffin, the, the CNN producer, you know what his favorite part of a hockey game is? Anytime before the first period. Oh, God damn. He later transferred over $3,000 to the mother for plane tickets so the mother and her nine-year-old could fly from Nevada to Boston to see him. He picked them up in his Tesla, drove them to the, his Ludlow house. At the house, the daughter was directed to engage in and did engage in unlawful sexual activity. So lost. So lost. So you paid three grand and flew them out there and mama was there and knew what was going on? Can, can, can we arrest the mother now? The now-unsealed indictment indicated that he had sexually trained girls as young as seven and advised the mother that her 14-year-old daughter would, quote, would be a good candidate for such training. All right, I, I'm done with this story because it's so gross. This is somebody that works at CNN. And you want to report that they're fair? Yeah, I don't think so. That's gross, man. Yeah, Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace, you're going to have to bathe in hand sanitizer now that you go there. Jesus. So, it, I remember I was telling you about the whole Peloton thing earlier this week and how they're going to sue at Sex and the City and all this shit. Well, they've released a new commercial and See if you can guess the voice actor. Oh, it's Ryan Reynolds. 
New Beginnings. Okay, so that's the guy who they killed, Mr. Big, Chris Noth, on Sex and the City, and he's with some other ugly fucking long-faced broad. To New Beginnings. You look great. Oh, I feel great. Should we take another ride? Life's too short not to. And just like that, the world was reminded that regular cycling stimulates and improves your heart, lungs, and circulation, reducing your risk of cardiovascular diseases. Cycling strengthens your heart muscles, lowers resting pulse, and reduces blood fat levels. He's alive. There you go. And, of course, they had to get Ryan Reynolds in there to do it. Just shut up. Just stop. The character's dead. Leave it that way. Bring back the firing squad? Yeah, aim into that. All right, final story right here, right now. Let's see. Jesus Christ, I don't understand people. This is from uh, the U.S. version of The Sun, but they got it from a story over in England. This shit happens all the time, and I don't get it. I just don't get it. Somebody, Someday somebody can maybe explain this to me. This is the headline. Locked in. I wrote to a prisoner and accidentally fell in love. I flew 4,000 miles to see him. People say I'm crazy, but he's the one. <laughs> Katie, a young woman from the U.K., fell in love with U.S. prisoner Danny after they started writing letters to each other. Despite being locked away, Katie flew 4,000 miles to meet him in person. She decided to write him a letter to inmate Danny on writeaprisoner.com and quickly fell in love with him. Katie has created a dedicated TikTok account to sharing her relationship. She has 21,000 people following her. According to Katie, Danny has already served five years for offenses that allegedly include armed robbery, possession of a firearm, possession of a controlled substance. She explained Danny still has three years left inside, and she plans on waiting for him. Katie said that they've been sharing letters back and forth, and then she goes on to say he got my birthday tattooed on his ring finger. In another video, we see her getting ready for her first prison visit with Danny, which she described as the best day Ever. And it ain't like she's a, a fucking dog or a moose or anything. She's decent. But come on. It happens. I went to lunch with a felon. Wasn't looking for a relationship. Look at me now. I'm married to a felon. I'm not a felon. I have never been charged with a felony of any kind. Katie looked overjoyed as she finally met her boyfriend. In a series of pictures, Katie and Danny hug each other for the first time. 
Katie opened up on her prison visit and said, I was very, very, very nervous and anxious about the whole drive here. I couldn't breathe. I felt a bit sick. Yeah, because you're fucking nuttier than squirrel shit, hon. You fell in love with the damn pen pal? Well, that says a lot for the guys in your neighborhood, or they've all fucked you already. We had four and a half hours of our visit. We had loads of snacks out of the vending machine, which was really nice. Boy, this is some first date, huh? Uh, you got to drive here. You got to fly 4,000 miles here. Then uh, for dinner, I'm going to take you to the vending machine. If we're lucky for entertainment, we'll, we'll see some violence. Maybe you'll, get, you'll be lucky enough to see a prison rape happen, and it won't be you this time. We got our photos. They were quite relaxed on the hand-holding and stuff. And at the end, I got a kiss. And probably chlamydia. You're not technically allowed, but we did it anyway. Best day ever. Oh, that man's in the hole for it, not the hole that he wants to be. Danny said, best day of my damn life. You're stunning. Fun and funny. Beautiful. You're just everything I need in a wife, and I promise to cherish you forever. Well, let's just go ahead and... No, he's going to whoop your monkey ass, hon. In another of Katie's videos, she revealed that Danny sent her... One of his T-shirts in a post. Oh, God, that's true love. Thank God you got a T-shirt from him. One of his used T-shirts at that. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> I need to tell your boyfriend. Uh, yeah, I'm going to buy a ticket. See my man in prison. What a fucking dumb shit. No, that's not going to end well. I'll just tell you that right now. It's not going to end up well. Poor old Katie might be at the bottom of a river someday soon. Jesus. All right. Uh, That's going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Remember, tomorrow we got Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. We're doing athletes who never won the big game. Warning, that was bullshit. Warning, warning, that was bullshit. Yeah, I mean, look, these gals, the Menendez brothers, the guys who fucking took shotguns to their parents in Beverly Hills so they could get more stuff. That's the serious, that's the true story. They've become married in prison. I swear people are fucked up. Uh, All right. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Tuesday. Because tomorrow is... Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. That's what day it is. Hump day. That's tomorrow. Hump day is tomorrow. Tomorrow is hump day. Tomorrow is hump day.
Adios, everybody. I'm driving in my car alone. You called me on the telephone. How many times will it take till I'm convinced that you're using me? I'm just a used to be. It's a lie. I know it's a lie, but I just can't go on dying like this. I'll see you tonight, baby I'll act just like you want me to Or is that just exactly what I'm not supposed to do? I'll just stop in here, have a glass of beer I'm just a fool, I guess But I just can't go on dying like this I'll play that song again The one called I'm so lonesome I could cry And I'll wonder Where you are tonight I don't know I just don't know But I just can't Go on dying Like this Can I see you tonight Baby I'll act just like you Exactly what I'm not supposed to do I'll just stop in here Have a glass of beer I'm just a fool, I guess But I just can't go on dying like this Lord knows I just can't go on dying like this State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.